Welcome back to all our listeners of the Bucktooth Gremlins. We've actually made it to episode 12. I am Kevin. I'm Pete. I'm Sean. And this week, Pete, you want to, we're, we're trying something different this week. Well, we explain got, what we're doing. We've got three different programs that we're going to be rotating into our series. Uh, this is the first one of three. And Kev, shoot out what the title is. You came up with it. Summer Good, Summer Bad. Right. What we're going to do is we're going to go. Let me give you a little hit, bit of here. There was a podcast that was on called 80s All Over. It was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Hosted by two guys, Drew McWeeny and Scott Weinberg. And what they did was they went through every month of every year starting in 1980 and did all the releases. They re- went back and rewatched all of them, discussed them. They never finished it. It was just too big a project. They never finished it. My idea is just something a little bit more simple. We're going to go through every summer beginning in 1980 all the way to when we get to 2022 42 years of movies and we're just going to go over some of the mo- biggest movies that came out that summer all week right, by week by week i'll tell you how much the movie grossed and what it would have been in adjusted dollars today and some of it will blow your mind on how much these movies would have made in today's market and right. we're going to do that we're going to sprinkle those in with the other casts that we throw out there yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, these episodes. We're not gonna do that from now. It's not gonna be so, every week. No, no, no. Right. These are gonna be just sprinkled throughout. I mean, my only issue would be with with I, I kind of have an issue with adjusted grosses anyway because of the context. I might know with me, I'm always context is a big word because I don't think pe- many people go to the movies as much anymore, right? So when they do adjusted gross of today, you no, know what, I mean, I was kind of like no, thrown off by that. You have to figure it. They're doing it by attendance too oh okay so we're just going to stay in the time period 1980 so we're doing 19 remember i have no and then previous knowledge we're going to we're going to start we're going to start the traditional summer movie season always began in may okay we're going to start with the first week of may release date release dates i'm going to give you and i'm going to give you the movies that came out on those release dates and then we're going to go to the end of august okay i'm I'm down so the first one we're going to do is the summer of 1980 oh boy Let's go to give the audience a little bit more of our insight to who we are. I was five years old. Actually, I was four in May because my birthday's in July. That's right. You so I didn't four. turn five yet. A lot so. of these you would have been seeing late. <laughs> I would have been <laughs> if I seen them at all. Well, yeah. Let's we'll go through it. I was and tw- I was twelve, and Sean, you were nine. Nine, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, you were nine. So a lot of these, I'm sure, because some of them were rated R that you guys saw later. <laughs> yeah. I and, hope. I don't and, know. I don't. I, and, audience, I really do not know what's on this list. I know what, one movie from the list. What we're hoping is that by talking about some of these titles, if you haven't seen them, you'll go back and watch them. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Okay. So we're going to. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. Because you got to come at me with that, it. You're 53? I'm 55. Five. He's 55. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, seven. Yeah. You, you're six no, years. You're six years. You're five years. Year, 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 just go from 1980 to your birthdays. Figure out how old oh, big, big. Yeah. And you weren't, no, because your birthday's in October. I was 12. I'm September. September. You're yeah, with numbers lately. Yeah. You wanted us to pay $800 for dinner last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, to any. Great Mexican restaurant. Yeah, to any Long Islanders out there, you know, that's where our central location is in the Northeast and uh, Don Quixote and Patchogue. I guess that would be considered Patchogue, Blue Point, East Blue Patchogue Point. area. Yeah, um, I talked to um, our buddy last night who lives out there. He said it's Blue Point. Oh, uh, that's amazing. It was amazing. It was, everything was on point. It, Do you want to th- yeah. tell him about my temper tantrum? Oh, Pete got oh. very upset because he didn't get the, um, mo- oh, the, the mole. chocolate mole sauce. No, yes. the mole sauce was excellent. He almost got thrown out of the restaurant. For I did not. He, he, I, I think he hit the guitarist with yeah. his fork. He threw his fork backwards. <laughs> the guitarist, he told the same joke like six times. He about was he's going to be trapped there for but he was good. He was good. All right, All right, so let's, let's go. get started. Let's go. Here. 
Friday, May 9th is our first one. Okay, Friday. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. The I'm going to save the biggest one for last. First movie that came out is Kevin something you just started watching recently. Okay. Stunt Rock. Oh, Stunt Rock was 1980? Ooh, I thought it was 78. It was released here in 1980, I didn't... May 9th, oh, 1980. I... How many theaters? One. Yeah, that's what I figured. I absolutely love Stunt Rock. I finished it. I've watched it twice in the last two weeks. For those of you who don't know... It's <laughs> I've watched cra- the beginning first 15 minutes twice. It's a crazy Australian movie about a stuntman with a rock band. and It is it's beautiful. amazing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful film amazing. from what I've seen so far. Crazy, crazy stunts. Those of you who didn't see it, Kino Lorber just put it out on home Blu-ray recently. Yeah, where do they have to get it if they want to see it? You they have to get, buy it, it Amazon? on Amazon, yeah. Right. But it's um it's awesome not expensive movie. and it's a really fun movie. It's a loose story with some of the greatest stunts you'll ever see. So am I rating it or am I saying it's like no, just say what you, no, just you know, we're not rating it, we're just talking about thoughts about it. Oh, and, awesome. Stunts know, are great, the music is great. It I mean the battle between the devil and the wizard on stage. Total US domestic gross. I'm going to guess. 9,000. I was going to say under dollars It was under $10,000. Wow. It's a that, beautiful film. And from the beginning... Uh, did you the watch first, the whole thing? I watched the first 15, 20 minutes with Kevin twice, and then I had to go. But the very first stunt, when he basically slingshots himself <laughs> off a cliff's edge, he, goes, he almost goes into the stratosphere. And he's just <laughs> holding, <laughs> he's holding on to the rope with his bare hands. He's not, he's not linked to it and, and nothing. The guy is a maniac. And hey, Kevin, you love the rock music. I love it. everything about it. Grant Page is amazing in the movie. He's like the main star and he goes to la to meet his cousin who's in who's basically plays the prince prince of darkness in this band called sorcery which is a real band sorcery is still around i believe the they're a real band the music is still great. around the music they're, musically they're excellent and their their stage presence and the show they put on is just so over the top it's it's amazing it's, it, the music is great if you're, if you're like a rock if you're a rock fan i would definitely go check it out but I really mean, cool it's really cool fires movie. and fountains and a wizard and a demon it's great and a battle on stage around the musicians a guy wears a mask Merlin. for i don't know what reason but he's wearing a mask the entire film yeah the keyboard even when they're in the studio the keyboardist wears a mask it's awesome right. the next one that came out was maxwell smart get smart they Ugh. actually made a theatrical film on it no really? they didn't they did get was, smart they made the a theatrical the, film that's the guy with the microphone in his shoe don adams yeah <laughs> they made a film it was called the nude bomb <laughs> about a not a nuclear bomb a bomb that you could set off it would remove all the world's clothes oh that that would be your favorite weapon <laughs> of all time you peter i probably love that movie <laughs> it's not bad it's not the, as good as there the tv go. show it's like was. a ton of does the bomb get dropped Yes, at the end of the movie, and you, see, them, you see three of them walking around bare-assed. <laughs> I've never seen it's, it. It's not, what was his it, name? Maxwell Smart. Maxwell Smart, Don Adams. Don Adams. And the movie starts out, he's like a big, like, um, they show him like being a big ladies' <laughs> man and stuff. It's like, Maxwell Smart was not a ladies' man. I always felt that they got uh, Inspector Gadget off of him. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Don Adams was the voice of Inspector Gadget, too. Was right? he? Yes. Oh. I always thought that was like a stolen, like a lifted thing, Inspector Gadget from Get Smart. Always. But uh, the, f- the film opened it, <laughs> it opened in 793 theaters. I mean, today you always talk about well, 3,000. How many was Stun Rock again? One. one. Okay. Yeah, that's why I asked, because it could only be like in three, I thought. Maybe one on the coast, coast in Texas. So 700 compared to one. Okay. 793 theaters. But it still did almost $15 million. And today's wow. gross, it's going to be almost $50 million. Well, wow. if you think about it, if Get Smart was popular at the time and you did that, of course people are going to go see it. 
it just well, but it doesn't can, have a, it's not one of those movies that i guess lingers on because it it sucked <laughs> it's <laughs> called the nude bomb the nude bomb bomb the big hit that week was friday the 13th first one ah, first nice. one oh, yeah. on may 9th excellent Grossed forty million dollars. Yeah. Today's adjusted gross a hundred and thirty-five million. Wow! Wow! Started the slasher yeah. genre basically. Well, Halloween kind of did, but this uh, just this doubled down on. I don't. Yeah, it started that whole kids getting hunted down yep. by the, the whole maniac, camp, yeah. like slasher. Kevin Bacon was yep. in it. He was G- who did he play Kevin Bacon? One of the campers, yeah, one of the counselors, one of the counselors. And at that time, I think also there were probably so many kids in America who went to summer camp. Like summer camp, yeah. I think was much bigger probably than, than it the is 60s, now. Than it is, there were still summer camps, but not back like in the probably the sixties or seventies yeah. when kids still went outdoors, right? And I know, the I movie, think that was filmed in Jersey, it wasn't it? Was, it? Oh, I was, I was about to say, Jersey, it was yeah, in Jersey. But does yeah. the film take place in Jersey? Do they actually say it? I don't know if it takes place in Jersey, but it was definitely filmed at a camp in Jersey. No. Yeah, I you're know absolutely that. right. You're I don't know if it was a Jersey based though. I don't know if Jason's Jersey is it. Like I don't know. I don't know if they mentioned it. It's just it's Camp Crystal Lake, and I don't remember if they say Jersey or not. But it's not Jason's not the killer in the movie. If Camp Crystal Lake married Stunt Rock, you'd have Action Park. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Take a guess how many screens it opened up on. Okay, this is how many was Get Smart. Seven hundred ninety three. I'm gonna say. If, a slasher film they weren't very popular at the time of 500 plus or minus i'm gonna go price is right i'm gonna go 300 lower 1127 wow. locations wow how did they they really they meant they went all in on that they yep. put it out there they how did. long how long before friday did halloween come out two years how much did that that gross that was big I'd have to go back and look, but Halloween's gross was big. That's why, yeah. They they sprayed it out because they knew they had something like Halloween, and they just they knew that. But don't forget, money. a movie like Halloween, there's nothing in between. It didn't go out on a nationwide break. They only opened it up in spots and kept moving prints around because it was an independent film company. Yeah, right. But it made money. So whoever did Friday yep. the Thirteenth saw that and was like, "We're going to plaster this everywhere." And we're going to blast it wide. They went Paramount. They went wide. Yeah, it was smart. All right, we're going to move on to May sixteenth. Two movies opened up that weekend, both from the same film company, MGM. Okay. The Long Riders. Never saw it. Never. You've saw never it. seen it? No. No. Oh, you guys should watch that movie. It's about Jesse Cowboys. James. It's it's like a mature version of Young Guns. Oh, I'll be all in. I love it. It's got it. the Carradine brothers. It's got the Quaid <laughs> oh, brothers. Oh, I'm all in. I got to watch oh. this tonight. What? Oh, it's The Long Riders. It's, it's, a, it's a Walter Hill violent Western. Do they have a cool Bon Jovi soundtrack? No, they've got cool slow motion bullets exploding and shootouts. It's, uh, it, the Long Riders is a really good movie. I gotta check it out. Seven hundred fifty-nine theaters. It grossed sixteen million. Oh, that's not. And a I'm lot. rounding everything off. It's like fifteen point five. Yeah, yeah. It grossed six. It didn't gross a lot, no. but it's a good movie. The one that I thought was a bigger hit that opened up that week, and it really isn't a big this hit, was Fame. It spawned the TV I'm show. Live forever, right? Yeah, it spawned the TV show, but it wasn't as big a hit as I thought. It only did twenty-one million. Was Debbie Allen in the movie? No. Oh. No. What what was fame? I mean, it was fame first, right? It wasn't a book. It wasn't a nope. play. It wasn't anything like that. No, nope, it was. It's it's it a it's a movie about kids that go to like dance school and music big, school, huge like Juilliard. It's supposed to be like a Juilliard school type of performing arts thing. Yeah, which is where uh, yeah Juilliard is where I would say it over. I would say it for what it is, it overperformed at twenty one. You think so? Yeah. For what it is, I no mean, cast. There was no no cast. cast there. It's a it's an unpopular. 
type of film about just like students trying to make it in a Juilliard type school. I say it definitely overperformed. Twenty one's a lot. Putting it into domestic total today, seventy two million. I mean, right. not a disaster, no, but no, not as big not. a hit as I thought it was. Probably because of the soundtrack is why I'm. You're probably it thinking in your head the soundtrack and, and the, the TV, TV show. Yeah. The TV yeah. show, yeah, would make you think it would have been huge. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're going to move to May twentieth. So week three, basically in May. Week three. Okay. And the biggest film of the year. All right, let me guess. You're going to know it. Go ahead. I know what it is. Yeah, go ahead. Empire. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Only opened in 126 theaters. And they eventually, what? its widest release was 2,322 theaters. So it slowly broke out. Why did they, they, they put out more, they put out Get Smart and a nude bomb in more theaters than Empire Strikes Back? Because, because what they were mirroring what Star Wars did probably and mm. slow broke it. I think they uh, were, uh, maybe, but in my opinion, I think they, they knew what they had with Star Wars. Empire was a lot slower and it wasn't Star Wars. No. I, I think they were testing the waters. You think they, they were bleeding, the like, bleeding them for Not more testing money? it. They no, were going to go were, out wide. I think they, they, were gonna, they were just mirroring it a little bit, doing the exclusive, doing oh, the okay. 70 millimeters. I, I think they wanted mm. to know what they had on their hands before they chose how many they, where they're going to go. Average, word of mouth, maybe. Average right? 15 weeks per theater that wow. it played for almost yeah. four oh months. Oh, my God. Let's face it. Empire is in. Um, it's, it's a fantastic film. Yeah. It's a great film, the, and it had legs it's forever. Best, it's the best of the nine. It's better than Star Wars. I agree. Yeah, Empire had the most story. It was the deepest run. It was very character was driven. Dark. Star Wars played longer than Empire did, but Empire is the best of the nine because Star Wars was groundbreaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that's that's the reason. Domestically, two hundred and ninety-two million. Whoa. International, two hundred and fifty-seven million. Oh my gosh. Worldwide, five hundred and forty-nine million. And wow. The domestic adjusted gross yeah, this, is eight hundred and eighty-seven oh million dollars, and it still does not crack the top one hundred. Yeah, that's and, amazing. And, and people have people question why Star Wars is still a thing and such a powerhouse. That's why. Because oh. with a movie like Empire that can do that is just amazing. It's movie. incredible. What a great and, movie. And, and in the movie itself, too. Uh, the movie's so great because you get you get so much out of that film as far as character and character development. We all and, saw it together. Do you remember when we were kids? Your <laughs> yeah. father took us all to see it. To the drive-in. No. Nope. the drive-in? Nope. Levittown. And it, <laughs> it, le- it leaves you on such a down note and a cliff it's a, da- it's, it's, it's a cliffhanger. Nothing positive happens no. for them in that film at all. Nope. And you get the introduction of Boba Fett, well, which is awesome. I disagree. What the Luke finds who his father is. <laughs> That's a positive. Yeah, right? He finds out who his dad positive. is. After, after he cuts the, his hand The off. Dark Lord of the hey, Sith is his father. Sometimes you got to beat that kid's ass, right? <laughs> there, were, <laughs> there were two more movies that weekend, though. One of them was... Wait, a, wait before I... Who's got the cojones to go against Star Wars? That's, got, that's a risky... That's a risk. Yeah, that's what I mean. That is either someone should have got fired from like some of the studios. But at that time, Universal and MGM. Did they fire the people who released the movies no, the same no. weekend? They have to put something out, but they didn't. They oh. they might have had. This is what I'm saying. Star Wars was such a hit. No, I, I, what I meant before is Empire might have been a question mark. Does it have what Star Wars had? So these other studios are probably like, let's, let's take go a gamble. Take a gamble. I'd fire. I that's why I'll never be a CEO because I'd fire them. <laughs> With Jedi, <laughs> they knew they had a, 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 whole, a huge hit. Yeah. Jedi, they're like, no, you know what I mean? But we'll, we'll find right. out about right. Jedi. Well, Let's hear it. Here we go. First one is another TV show spinoff into a movie. It, it's so stupid that they did a movie on this. Let me guess. No, I can't. 
Never the, mind. The Gong Show movie. Oh, they made what? that a movie? It's a terrible I movie. have to go watch because I on, love I have it. I love The I Gong Show. It. What is the premise of The Gong Show movie? <laughs> Chuck Barris Chuck, is like Chuck a CIA agent. Ba- <laughs> no, no, it's no, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. But no, that's, mind. that's a true story, right? Supposedly. I think the Gong Show movie sounds like it was about the Gong <laughs> yeah, Show. Like he wakes up in the morning, makes his breakfast, you know, <laughs> I have shaves, to, I have to like watch goes to work. And, and people are torturing him, always trying to get on the Gong Show. <laughs> so just follow. Was I right? Was that? It's about the life of Chuck so, Barris. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was kidding. Barris. Imagine dude. going to the movie theater that night. You, you, your buddies, or your boyfriend, girlfriend. You're like, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Sorry, sold out. But then we have tickets over the gong show. <laughs> oh, please. I'll take two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's, if that's a date for some dude, you got broken up with. Your well, girlfriend yeah, dumped you after that. Done. It actually opened in 775 theaters, <laughs> and it did $6.7 million total. Oh. Mm. Barely, oh. barely $20 million domestic. What an awful, awful idea for a film. It is, it's a terrible now, movie, too. Here's my age-old question. There, there have to be some movies, and this could be a whole other show, that... I think studios do just to write it off on their taxes. Like that has to be one of them. Like, like to, the, to like, show a loss, like, right? the, like the Batgirl movie uh, that Warner Brothers just right, wrote off. Show, on you have to show, show a loss. Show, show, yeah, we got to show we something. Show we got to go here. nag yeah. for a minute. So let's give our buddy Chuck Barris his own movie. Something what? happened. Yeah, <laughs> who? Like what happened? What with idi- some executive? Green- well, the Gong Show was a huge hit, but yeah. it's also like what idiot greenlit it? Said it's going to make a great movie. But these, I'm assuming, right? You never assume, but these studio executives know at some point in May they're putting out the next Star Wars film. So let's yeah, get but that's like <laughs> that's like let, all right. Price is Right is a huge hit. We're going to make a movie about Bob Barker. Bob Barker, the Price is Right movie. It doesn't. <laughs> I see that okay. Plink, Plinko on the big screen. So it was What's more th- of almost a documentary. No, it's not. I got to watch scripted, it. It's I a scripted, to. fictionalized film. Okay. Is he the man in it? He's the star. No, no, I mean, is, is he like the man? Yes. Like he's cool. Everybody like, everybody like uh, harassing him on the street. Chucky, 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 let me audition for you for the gong show. Uh, what? What's the next one? Does he dance? Kevin, this is one you're going to want to watch. I know you haven't seen it. There's no way you've seen it. What? It's called Carney. No, I've not seen it. Jodie Foster. It's about carnival Gary people. Gary Busey. <laughs> and Robbie Robertson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Robertson, Robertson. wrote the story. It's um, <laughs> a waitress, a bored waitress joins the carnival and hooks up with two hustlers played by Busey and, and Robertson. Robertson? All right. Robertson wrote the story because he worked the carny carnival circuit as a teenager. And he also wrote a song on it uh, written by the band. Life is a like, carnival? Yes. Uh, it's based on his life as a carny. Oh, well, if you're not familiar for any audience members, the band is actually one of my all-time favorite bands. Robbie Robinson, Levon Helm, the film t- Rick did a, Danko. The film did a Great. total of $1.8 <laughs> million. Dollars. And it was a major student. They don't have the number of screens. Uh, Usually when they don't have the number of screens, the studio didn't track it. Uh, so $1.8 million total. And it was another MGM film. There was like a couple already because they had fame, long riders, and now this. Um, so you're, you're that same weekend is. One of the greatest movies ever made, and then maybe Gong, two of the worst. The Gong Show movie and Carney. <laughs> yeah, so they didn't go up against it. They, no, they were are, just alternate. They were just throwing something at it. I'll take Had to fill f- screens. Yeah. Imagine that. And Carney's the third option you have when Empire sells out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Carney, I'll take two for Carney. I'll take two for Carney. I would take Gary Busey as a clown. Honestly, <laughs> I would take Carney over the Gong Show if I had that choice. Because it sounds more interesting. I'm going to try please. this week to watch both of them, and I'll tell you what. No, <laughs> I, 
I'd probably take. I'd probably say, all right, I'll go see the nude bomb again. Yeah, yeah. Is the nude bomb still up? Three weeks, it might have been. Ugh. All right, there was only one more movie in May. It was last weekend in May, and Bon Voyage Charlie Brown. Oh, all right. Like Charlie Brown. It did only did two million total. Oh. I think that Charlie Browns were those. The short half hour made for like TV stuff. He's a holiday special. Yeah, and that's where it started flowing into that holiday special. Yeah, Charlie Brown's a tough to carry two hours. Let's not let's not do that again. What? Don't don't do another Charlie. No, they were probably like, let's not do another Charlie Brown feature again, and let's just you know we'll do holidays on television and be happy. All right, the next one. There was only there was only one big hit that weekend. I'll save that one for last. First film was a film called June. June, June sixth. Right. First one was a picture called Galaxina. D Day. June sixth was D Day. Yeah. Galaxina was Dorothy Stratton. Do you know who Dorothy Stratton was? Nope. She was the Playboy playmate that was murdered. Oh, I do. Yes, yes, that I guess. Because I watched. Husband. I watched that um mm-hmm. that Playboy show. Yep. Me and me and my wife watched that. She about had a the, big career. All the harassment about, charges. Yes. That, she had a big career that was about to go. The husband, she was, right? The husband, yes, the killed, husband yeah. killed her. Yeah. Paul Snyder. Yep. She had a big career that was about to go. She was hooked up with Peter Bogdanovich. They were making a movie together. She was killed two months after this movie came out. Oh, man. Still did 4.9 million domestic, but it was really, it's a garbage. Listen to the, the tagline for the movie. She's too good to believe and too real to be otherwise. Um, a sexy robot on a police cruiser. <laughs> What? She's a sexy robot on a police cruiser no. sent on a mission to the no. alien word Alter One <laughs> to find the Blue Star, a mystical gem that holds unlimited powers. Hello, Thanos. Ooh, Along the it. way, they stumble upon a space brothel okay. and a gang that worships Harleys, all while the Galaxina robot saves the world. I like it. The movie, if you go back and watch it, it literally borrows sound effects from Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. You hear the same exact sound effects, and the Batmobile <laughs> is parked on the western town. For somehow, she ends up in a western town, and the Batmobile is parked there. Oh my god! Uh, I'm gonna say big old F. Yeah, that's a yeah, big old I, F. That yeah. won't even make my. It's a shame no. she probably yeah. could have been a big star. She's off only of that, twenty off of that one. movie. No, 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 no. She was about. <laughs> she did the movie with Bogdanovich afterwards. They thought she had a career as an actress. Yeah, she was only 20 years old when she oh, passed. Yeah, it's yeah. sad, but Very sad. that movie sounds like... She died in August that year. Yeah, two months later. Wow. Two months after the movie came out. Yeah, got it. Ugh. Well, it doesn't take away from the fact that the movie's garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Mad Magazine's Up the Academy. Oh. Uh, no. Ralph Macchio's first film. Great actor. He plays actor. a character named Chooch. Great actor, Ralph. Ralph is awesome. It's also Robert Downey Jr.'s first film. He's a extra in it because the movie's directed by his father. Oh, okay. The movie is so bad that the <laughs> main actor from the film, Ron Liebman, who if you looked at a picture of the guy, you would know exactly who he is. He's been in a lot of films. He had his name removed from the credits. <laughs> Mad Magazine disowned the movie in a two-page editorial they wrote in the magazine. And Ralph didn't write about it in his book. It's not mentioned. Did you finish the book? I did not finish it. But he, I read uh, in the beginning, he mentioned he like kind of starts with his... Uh, after Outsiders. So he doesn't talk about Eight is Enough either in the book? I believe he did. He said he had a brief stint on Eight is Enough. I don't remember him mentioning this film. I have to go back and read the beginning again. He probably didn't. Nobody involved with the film wants to be remembered for it. It still did 10 million domestic, as bad as it was. What was this about? Do you have a synopsis? It's um, military boys shenanigans uh, shenanigans in a military school. 
Ugh. It's a bad movie. I, I don't even own it. I would be all over that if I was, I mean, I would never take my name off a film. Mad Magazine actually took their name off the film, too. Why? After the theatrical release, they paid Warner Brothers $30,000 to remove the name from the film. <laughs> nice. Good job, Warner Brothers. It's so, that bad. It's that bad. It's, I don't even own it. You know it's bad if I don't even own it. That's true. You own everything. But the big hit on June 6th, Urban Cowboy. Oh, uh, yeah. People a, love that movie. A lot of people think it was Deborah Winger's debut. It wasn't. She was also in Thank God It's Friday back in 77. This was not her debut. It was a big starring role for her, but not her now, debut. Did you think John Travolta pulled off being the cowboy? I kind of did. I. It's not a bad movie, Urban I Cowboy. I not. I didn't like it. You don't like Urban Cowboy? I don't think I finished it. I don't remember. It Did you see it? Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. I definitely saw it. That's when I they got the see, bull, yeah. the mechanical bull. Yeah, like Deborah Winger. Yeah, and Scott, and John, Scott Glenn's in it. And John I, Travolta gets all I feel pissed like off. John Travolta tries to be too tough, and I don't buy it. <laughs> he is tough. I don't know. <laughs> 47 million domestic, 187, 160 million. Well, no, no, million. Yeah, yeah, he was, it was a big star. Yeah. It was a hit for sure. That was, that was the film right after Greece. That was his next film. He was a big star, Travolta. He was. Did he, uh, dan- didn't he dance in Urban Cowboy? Did he do a line They do a line dance thing, but it's not. I mean, the whole thing was built around the mechanical bill. Yeah, the mechanical bill. Like dancing to John Travolta's running to Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like breathing to the rest of us. Yeah. I just like like watch what well, you said that I just watched some last Mission Impossible film last night. I'm like, holy shit, he runs in this movie a lot. Yeah, he runs a lot. You know, and the guy's only five six. Even yeah, born, on the four, born on the Fourth of July, he's handicapped half the movie. He's still got a running he shot. He does have a running shot. <laughs> You're right. It's, he must have it written in his contract. I am going. Even the firm he runs, and he runs a lot. In he the runs firm. all the time. He's got to have it written into. Oh, his, his rider has a treadmill in. <laughs> he's got to have a treadmill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to move on to the week of June 13th. One film opened up on the 11th that Wednesday, though. It's a movie I don't really like. Bronco Billy, Clint Eastwood. Bronco Billy. No. Is he a singer or something? No, he's a rodeo star. Oh, I think I have, I think I have seen Lock. that. It's a comedy. I think I've seen uh, that. I think I... That's like a callback in the back of my Western brain. Show. Very vaguely remember that. I don't like it, but the film, it still did 24 million U.S. Clint Eastwood, man. Yep. Three million adjusted. But when but, was um and it was it opened on thirteen hundred screens. That's why they get paid Sudden in impact, books. Those things around sudden that impact time. didn't show up. I think until eighty. But it was like Dirty Harry time. He was in the run. Yeah, yeah he was like, in the run. So he was pretty popular at that point. Yeah. Only fifteen percent of the gross was on opening weekend. So the picture had a little bit of legs. It hung around. Yeah, you're talking about movies that like these guys were in there. Clint was in prime. So anything he put out, people were going to go see. Yep, just like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, just like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, you could point. put out crap. Yeah, I'm not saying it's crap, but you could put whatever out. It's just they're the lead actor and they're There's driving the film. There's a lot of people that are fans of it. I'm just not a particular fan of Bronco Billy. It goes back to the whole idea of being a star. That's why you get paid yeah. big money. Yeah, because you're you bring people, you put butts in the seat. You know, there were three other films that weekend. Uh, one was called Roadie, another MGM loser, with Meatloaf as a Roadie no. for rock stars. Yes, as a star. And Meatloaf was the star. Wow. I, I got to write that. I got Meat, to watch that. Meatloaf and Art Carney. <laughs> with guest appearances by Alice Cooper and Blondie. Oh, I, I got to I have to see it now. And at the end, I think he goes to outer space. Meatloaf or Alice Meat Cooper? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Holy crap. I got to oh. check it out. Only did that? 4 million domestic on 549 screens. Oh, my what God. A, what was the concept? He's a rock and roll roadie. Lives his life on the road as a rock and roll roadie. 
And goes to outer space. And goes to outer space. Oh, boy. So this, this summer was not that great. Not great. but was he, summer and, bed. And, and here's another one. The next one is called The Island. I don't know if either of you have seen it. Michael Caine battling pirates hmm. in modern times in the Bahamas. You've it's, seen it. it. Yes, I have. It's so violent. <laughs> it sounds interesting. It's, yeah. it's, I like the it's, idea. It's interesting. It's violent as hell. It, really? Yeah, it's modern day pirates he's battling in the Bahamas. Is it, what, what is he? Is it. he just some rich guy who's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, a kid yeah, yeah. on a vacation with his a father on vacation with his son. And his son gets killed. And the son gets kidnapped oh, by the pirates, by pirates. And they raise him as pirates. I mean, they do horrible things like toothpicks in the eyes to keep their eyes open oh, and stuff. Wow. It's it's such a violent film. It was a bomb. It only did $16 million domestic, and it cost them $22 million. It was written by Peter Benchley, who wrote Jaws. Oh, yeah, Jaws. Yeah, yeah. It and sounds like an interesting film, actually. It sounds... It's you know, an interesting watch. It's better, than a, it's it's better an, than a cop robot. It's an interesting watch. It's... But it wasn't Jaws, and they tried to kind of sell it along that vein, I guess, like they did with The Deep. Well, it's Pirates, not Shark. Right, it's Pirates, but it's so... it's a, it's a, it's a, It earns its R rating if you go back and watch it. I have it. Sounds interesting. I'd like to watch it's it. It's one you can watch. Yeah. Um, there was another film that weekend that... A lot of people. <laughs> Holy Moses. Did either of you guys seen this? What? It was Dudley Moore. It was a biblical comedy. But listen to this cast. Nope. Dudley Moore, Lorraine Newman, Dom DeLuise, Madeline Kahn, Squiggy, <laughs> Richard Pryor, John Ritter. And it's a biblical comedy, and it bombed. 14 million total domestic on 608 screens. Because it's a biblical comedy. Oh, yeah. But they were doing those at the time. Like, remember that Marty Feldman movie in God We Trust? <laughs> yeah. Which is garbage. I love Marty Feldman. <laughs> Looks like your brother. <laughs> Who was the breakout star of it? Well, Dudley Moore was... There was no breakout star. Dudley Moore was already a star. Mm. Louise was probably pretty big then, right? Delo oh, yeah. It was in the 80s. I mean, Ritter was doing Three's Company. Richard Pryor's in it. Squiggy was on Laverne and Shirley. Madeline Kahn is a lot of stars in it. It's just that the movie just does not work. Well, yeah. people still going to see Empire, and that was, that was sucking up all the the money. It could well no, because Urban Cowboy did forty was doing money at the time too. I would say that was probably more f female based audience, right? With Urban Cowboy than Empire, probably. Yeah, and also, it's probably and like also a date you, night you, movie. yeah, the entire the South, the middle of the country, all going to see that. Yeah. All right, then we move on to June twentieth. Five films open that weekend. Wow. Five. I'm going to save the bomb for last because the bomb is a funny bomb. Uh, okay. Uh, the first one, Rough Cut, Burt Reynolds as a jewelry thief. Sounds it's a cool. comedy. Sounds very cool. Had three different directors, <laughs> five different writers. Nice. Oh, it's boy. another case of a guy removing his name from the credits. Oh. Larry Gelbart was one of the writers. Mm -hmm. Gelbart was the creator of MASH, the TV series. And this wasn't the bomb? No, this wasn't the bomb. <laughs> He took his name off the film, put it in as a pseudonym called Francis Burns, also known as Frank Burns. From Mesh. From Mesh. Oh, boy. What was it about? A jewel thief? Burt Reynolds is a jewel thief in England. Oh, Lord. I, I was Jerry like Reed in it? Nope. No Jerry uh, Reed. Leslie Ann Down and David Niven. And David Niven sued the producers because he didn't get paid the overage money he was supposed to be paid for working so on it, the film. So it was a heist film. Yeah, it's a heist company, but it still did, again, proving Burt Reynolds, it did $17 million, Yeah. Which that, in adjusted dollars today is going to be over $50 million. Because Burt Reynolds had his name on it. So he could sell a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Any of these guys can. Burt Reynolds, Clint Eastwood, those, those guys in that time could sell anything. 
The other three films that weekend all were hits. Oh, were they? The Blue Lagoon. Oh, yeah, Blue Lagoon. Very popular. It's a bad movie, but you know how much that thing made? I don't think I ever saw it. It's a bad uh, That was movie. a kid with the bushy blonde hair, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Brooke yeah, Shields. Yeah. 48 million domestic it grossed. 163 million in today's market. Wow. On a $5 million budget. Wow. That's a huge. That's a huge. small budget. Yep, $5 million. Well, they probably just did it on the island, right? It's like, hey, let's get the island. Then you island have and the, the, yeah, the most I beautiful mean, the, backdrops on the planet. Director of Greece. Blue, uh, Blue that Lagoon? Was, yeah, that was his follow-up. Hmm. One, two, and he also directed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I think. Well, against <laughs> no, the heist. No, Honey, Honey, I Blew a, Up the Baby. Uh, he did the, the second oh, one. God. A, uh, you know, against a Reynolds heist film. Yeah, I guess it would make money. No, but there were two other ones that weekend. Brubaker. Uh, Kevin, did you see it? Brubaker. Robert Redford as a prison warden. He fakes being a prisoner so he could find... It's based on a book, actually. It really happened. He ma- makes believe he's a prisoner to see what is going on in his prison and finds all this abuse. Oh, kind of like a, a warden. It, it's a pretty good movie. I think I did see that. It's kind of like Escape Plan. No. Uh, when Stallone, no. Did they put Stallone in there to break out? It's, 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 it's a li- drama. It's not an action yeah, movie. Yeah, and it's uh-huh. based on a guy. I think he was in Alabama. Like, he was the warden, and he did it. He, like... Made believe he was a prisoner before and went he into, became I think a I did see went that. undercover to do it. I think um, I did see that. It's pretty good, but this is a shock. I could not believe this. It made $37 million wow. in 1980, $127 million in today's market. Dude, Robert Again, Redford. Yeah. Redford. Yep. But also, you don't know. It was a book. You don't know how popular that book was. And it was based on a real story that people probably had heard about. So it's got a lot pulling for it. 594 theaters. Wow. The other big release that weekend was the Blues Brothers. Oh, he, yeah, 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 of course. That's going to be the biggest one, right? Yep, 57 mil gross, 195 million today, but the film cost 27 million. Why? All the car chases, the car wrecks. Probably the uh, salaries. They're probably no, commanded. No, 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 no. But Belushi and Ackroyd weren't really commanding at the time because they had only done Saturday Night Live. And it was all location shooting, that whole film. All location. Yeah. All Chicago, but those car wrecks. There were those stunts, you know, it's all practical. Yeah. Yeah. It is all practical. And the, the, their salaries, I guarantee you, they both got paid. I don't think they would have gotten paid. Belushi that much. was big at that time, though, right? Only Animal Who? House. That was the only thing he had. Ackroyd? Ackroyd was his first film. But they were both SNL. They were both SNL. Uh, maybe mm. not. But and they did the, have a lot and of all those, all those musicians, I mean, yeah, they were names, but they were losing popularity at that point. Mm. It's just it's a you could see it's a big budget film the yeah. way it's yeah staged Blues Brothers is cool to wreck that to wreck that mall probably cost like a mill that mall no that mall was <laughs> oh, <laughs> to wreck it yeah but they were they were the reason why they got to do it is they were demolishing that mall I still want like every mall that, that is a and great what, scene. what person wouldn't want to drive a car through like a mall because yeah. of that movie that, that that mall chase is great a lot of space in this mall. <laughs> That was so, so funny. That was a great, that's a good movie, Blues Brothers. When they dropped that car, how about that stunt where they dropped the car from, uh, is, is it from the um, helicopter? Well, the, the car goes plummeting off the, off the bridge. It shoots off the bridge and then it just falls. Yeah. That's, they actually dropped that car. They really did that. Well, it's not crazy that they allowed them to do it. Yeah. Back then, it was different. Yeah. <laughs> the rules are there are no rules. We'll talk about that in the stunt episode. That yeah. will be coming up. The last one, though, was uh, for that one for that week. What a disaster! The village people can't stop the music. <laughs> wow. 
a movie about what? the village people. Yeah. With Valerie Perrine, Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner, yeah. And Bruce Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Oh, I know Bruce Jenner was in that movie. Was it... it like a doc, there wasn't a doc, it wasn't a doc, a doc no it wasn't a like, documentary like Direct, another like day in the life by, of no like village no. people it was just a movie about the village people getting discovered and it's Bruce, yeah, I, know, I know Bruce Jenner's in that hold on I gotta look I'm trying to look something up quickly yeah, what are you looking at my friend I what believe. studio um, that. That, well I'll get to I'll, I'll give you a little bit about that later because that, that producer also had another big bomb that year Oof. But it cost twenty million dollars, and it only grossed two. Oh my Ouch. God! Why did it cost so much? Twenty million dollars, and if you look at that film, you will have no idea why it cost twenty. Because it went to people's pockets. There's yeah. no freaking way. You think it was a tax shelter? Tax write off. Something. Tax write off. Twenty million dollars. You go back and look at that film. It's it's terrible. That, that probably fits my category of tax write off. Yeah, that was a write off. There was only two films on the weekend of June twenty seventh. Um, I don't know if you two have seen either of these. The first one was a Disney movie, and it was the only Disney movie that summer. Last Flight of Noah's Ark with Ricky Schroeder and Elliot Gould. I have to now because I love Ricky Schroeder. Never yep. saw it. It did eleven million, so thirty million film? now. It's a kids' film. It's it's not nothing too memorable. But the other picture that weekend was a really good movie, and I if you haven't seen it, go see it or watch it. The Stuntman. Stuntman and Steve Stunt Rails back at Peter O'Toole. It's about a it's about a guy who is a criminal who gets who fall, goes onto a movie set. How much does that movie make? Seven mil on a twenty four million budget. Yeah, so it's a loser. It's a loser, but it's Not such a, a good movie. It's a loser. It's a good movie though. <laughs> they made more money than the village people, huh? They made more money than the village. Made people. more money than the village people. It's about a, it's about a criminal that stumbles onto a movie set and ruins a director's shot. And the director basically blackmails him for the with the rest of the film, getting him to do all these crazy stunts, like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's it's I'm <laughs> telling you, it's a, it's like a little bit of a mind game movie. Go back and watch it. The stunt man. I've never really, seen it. So I'll, it's yeah, really good. It. If I'm telling you, if I'm telling you, recommending you to watch it, you, I don't take what does the he make old him do like you've had recommended on fire and like crazy stuff yeah, that regular yeah, stunt man won't off, do. Throw himself off buildings, right. car chase, car wrecks. It's Peter O'Toole's the director. It's a good movie. You've recommended some bad movies in my. I've day. recommended some yes. bad movies oh, yeah. that yes. you don't like, but I'm telling you, the stunt man's good. <laughs> Fourth of July, this movie opened up. Let's go, big movies. Fourth of big July, big movies. Well, let's see what we got. <laughs> Only one movie. Yeah, because it's Fourth of July in the summer. Nobody's going to the movies. Airplane. Oh, airplane. All right. Oh, good That's movie. A great that made a good gross, right? Three and a half million to make, and it grossed eighty-four million. Yeah, that's wow. a profit. Two hundred and eighty-four in today's adjusted dollars. Funny movie, man. A lot of funny people. Yep. Criminal. Good script. Very funny. Criminal Think about how long that had to play. Seriously, to gross that kind of money. There were no other comedies out around it from at that time. Think. Well, the Blues Brothers was out. Yeah, but for what two weeks prior? Two weeks prior. Yeah. Airplane was huge, and you know that had to get going by word of mouth. I don't have what the opening weekend did, but it had to get going by word of mouth because nobody would have. Robert Robert Hayes, Julie Haggerty, and Leslie Nielsen weren't. They weren't no. drawing. No, they weren't drawing people in. And the Zucker brothers. The only other thing they had done was Kentucky Fried Movie. Yeah, there's another. Uh, this probably fits my category. I wonder how this movie would do today. Kentucky Fried Movie or Airplane? Airplane. You don't think it would? I work? think audiences get bored to death. 
No, I, no I don't know if I agree with that because I showed um, a couple of people that movie a few years ago and they thought it was hilarious. There's, you know what there is? There's, there's like slapsticky humor. A like, lot of slapstick. You know what I mean? And that that transcends like time, kind of in a way. Like, so it could work. It was so cheap to make because it was one set. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I mean, this there was slapstick, like the, you know, the shit hitting the fan, and then they actually right. just throw shit hitting it. Right. The fan. There's, there's, it's practical joke. There's jokes that it's you, jokes. Yeah. It's nonstop jokes. I think and it could work today. There's so many jokes in it that even when thirty percent of them miss, seventy percent of them are still hitting. Did yeah. you mention Michael Eisner was the one who got that script? Yeah, he was at Paramount at the time. Yeah. That was that was an Eisner. That was an Eisner production. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even think of that. The next week on the 11th, two movies opened up, both from the same film company. First one was Oh Heavenly Dog. Oh, my God. Chevy Chase is a detective that gets killed and reincarnated as Benji. I saw that. I remember uh, that. was yeah, on yeah, HBO. That was an HBO. Yeah. 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 HBO yes. reincarnated as Benji. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I remember that. Ugh. That it was on HBO all the time. It only I- opened on 114 screens. The opening weekend was only 323,000, but the film still legged out to 6 million. Who was the actress in that? Jane Seymour, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to pick. I see her face. Yeah, I think you're right. It's not you're a good right. movie. No, terrible. It's awful. Uh, terrible. Yeah. Awful. Oh, Heavenly Dog. And I think Ugh. that Chevy Chase must have just taken it for a payday because he's only in the first, like, what, 15, 20 minutes? Uh, I, mm, bad. No, not but the other one that opened that weekend we just mentioned recently on a f- past episode. Kevin's a big fan of this one. I think you are too. My Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Awesome movie. Yeah, good movie. Only opened on 39 screens. Wow. I guess. And then after it took off, they winded out to 477. Did 22 million domestic, which would have translated to 77 today. How long till they, they, put, they blew it out? A week? Uh, probably week? over the f- next few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, that it was movie, probably yeah. one of those slow rollouts. That hit a lot of people. Like, in yeah. a lot of, you know, it appealed to a lot of different people. I like that, that movie. movie. Great movie. Yep. Moody. Yep. That's Matt Dillon's name, right? Yeah. That's one of his first films. All right, so we move on now to July 18th. Um, Four films that weekend. I'll save the biggest one for last. First one was, Kevin, you might have seen this. I don't know if Sean did. Big Red one? Yes. Or you've seen it. Yeah. The World War II movie with Mark Hamill. Tanks or something? Mark Hamill and Lee Marvin. Marvin. I remember the ending. uh, They're in Auschwitz or somewhere. They find the ovens, right? Is that it? In the end I don't movie. remember. I haven't seen it um, in years. I hardly remember it. Or maybe they're not. I, I remember it. It was definitely a like a good war movie. I remember the helmets had the red stripe on them. Seven point right? two. It ended up doing. It did seven point two million. Uh, not a huge hit, but that was the first one that weekend. The next one was used cars. Never saw it. You've never seen used car. Tell me, you both have not seen used cars. Uh, comedy. Uh, it's Zemeckis's second film. Pete, I was five. You, but you could watch <laughs> it now with Kurt Russell, Lenny and Squiggy are in it. Oh, then I have to watch. Who? It. Oh, go back. Were, to the were they Lenny and Squiggy? Big Red One. Who yeah. was? It was Hamill and who? Lee, Lee Marvin. Marvin. <sighs> were Lenny and Squiggy? Lenny and Squiggy? No, Michael uh-huh. McKean and David Lander. Uh-huh. I might not have seen it. I might be confusing it with 20 other war movies. Might have been funny if they were learning. Jack Warden said, Kevin, go back and watch Used Cars if you've never seen it. It's so damn funny. So far, there's only like one movie after the Well, two Long Riders and this one that's unappealing to me. 12 mil. It only grossed 12 mil. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. But it's such a funny... Sean, I still can't believe you haven't seen Used Cars. I might have. I don't... 
vaguely remember it. I mean, that's years, dude. When um when I got to meet Zemeckis and I had I pull I I went up to him with a poster tube and you know everybody you know. He takes, he goes, I said, can you sign this for me? He takes the poster out, and he doesn't know what I'm going to show him. And he, I showed him a used cars poster. And he gets a big smile on his face, and I go, why? He goes, everybody always asks me to sign Back to the Future and Forrest Gump. Nobody ever asks me to sign this, and I love this movie. Huh. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it, watch it. It is so damn. It's, about, to remember these- it's about competing used car lots. Right. Part of the issue is these movies for me are, are are blending together. Like Big Red One is blending with like a lot of the war movies. From war that movies time. Like from that time. This used cars is kind of blending with a lot of those comedy. But the whole idea is to things. talk about these titles yeah. and maybe go back and watch. Yeah, it. no, no, I'll go back and watch them. It's just it's hard to comment on them because it's they're all mushing together. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, like with the Big Red One, with with the used cars, and even with uh. Was that other one? Xanadu a little bit for me too. It's oh, we like, haven't come up to that one yet. Oh, well, th- th- types, those types of movies, they're all, I don't know. Blurs? Somewhat. Kev, what are you busy looking up? Used cars. And, so you, you, and you definitely have not seen it. No, I'm actually looking up used cars. Like to buy cars, used cars? Yeah. Like Jeep. Oh, that's, get out of here. that's how much your, uh, was that Zemeckis story? Oh. Him. Zemeckis. Hold on, wait. I was actually looking at What did you say about Robert Zemeckis? A, a close encounters of the Pete's kind put Kevin right into somewhere else. Into a trance. Into a trance looking at cars. Uh, the next one was, this one shocked me. It's Willie Nelson, Honeysuckle Rose. It's kind of like an autobiographical film, Willie on the Road. Yeah, I it, think but I it's, 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 it's He plays it. Doesn't play himself. See now that might be cool. Uh, not I think like I the Gong that. Show. I haven't seen that, but that oh, sounds show cool. But not he's not like playing. He's not playing himself. It's a character like. I mean, it's got a couple of good songs on that soundtrack. Yeah, I like Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson's so great. Yeah. This, this, good. Is, this like was this is where I got surprised. It opened up on eight hundred twenty-six screens. It did eighteen million. Big, you know, he's a, he's a which big is sixty-one million adjusted. Was Willie Nelson that big yeah. in nineteen eighty? Dude, he's Willie been a star since like the fifties. Willie Nelson, right? Yeah. I was shocked on how much that movie grossed. Now, Willie was a big star. Still is. Still is. Still is a big, big music isn't he, star. Isn't he like 88 or 90? 90? Yeah, he's almost 90. Almost he might 90. be 90. He's. Like, that's right. Star. I think they're doing a Willie Nelson 90. And he was he with he's them? still cranking that guy. What's the movie he was in? Which one? With Ron Howard. Ron Howard? Or is it Ron Howard? No, I'm thinking of John Wayne. But he played the. That's the shootest. The shoot with Ron Howard. Willie Nelson played the bandit or something. Oh, he had a big red bandana. Oh, Barbosa? Yeah, yeah, Barbosa. yeah. Gary Busey's in that. That's a great one. I, I like Barbosa. that. Barbosa. Yeah. He's, he's also an electric horseman with uh, Barbosa. Barbosa was cool. Yeah. The big hit that weekend, Cheech and Chong's next movie. Oh, yeah. I could. Oh, directed by Tommy Chong. Terrible movie. Tommy Chong directed that? Yeah. All of the I Cheech and Chong movies are awful. Did Tommy <laughs> Chong direct all of them? And him and Cheech wrote No, them? he didn't direct the first one. He directed that one, though. He, he might have directed that one. He did not direct the first one. That must have made a because ton of there, money. There's no... What's the story? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's real no story. story. There's no stories with those. They're just funny. It's just idiots who went to the movies, got stoned in the theater. They, were like the, real, they were like the first Beavis and Butthead callback, right? <laughs> they, they were just... It was their stoned adventures and what... You know, that you was want, it. You want me to blow a stoner's mind here? 41.7 million the picture did. 142 million in adjusted dollars. Nice. It opened up only to 5.2 million, which means it actually had legs because it went on to make eight times its yep. opening weekend. Wow. 814 screen. What studio? 
Universal. Yeah. Up in Smoke was Paramount, and then they went and made this. The next two movies were made at Universal, I think, and then they went to Sony. <laughs> they wrote all their movies. If you could Chuck, call right? it that. <laughs> you don't like them. Isn't, no. isn't Cheech Marin like a genius? I think so. Yeah. He, he did. He's I think like he Mensa, won. Right? Didn't he win Jeopardy when he was on? He's very smart. I know he's in like Mensa. I think. It, the movies were what they were for the people. There were two guys getting stoned yeah. and getting on adventures. Yeah, and they, people like it. They got a crowd following. I mean, Up in Smoke, the first one, is mildly amusing. The, mildly. The candy sales must have been through the roof. The whole <laughs> stand. There was a theater. In Kevin, they went through butter like you wouldn't uh, believe. Kevin, I'm not going to say on here where you teach, but there used to be a movie theater near where you teach. Right. And they were big for midnight movies and all night marathons. And oh. they used to sell Rocky Horror. Twinkies and rolling papers <laughs> in the candy stand. And they used to show Up in Smoke every weekend. Oh, be the well, it it probably had like, yeah, it probably had a following where people repetitively went back and watched it. I bet you a lot of that gross is people seeing it two times. I remember the drive-ins would always pair Up in Smoke with Reefer Madness. <laughs> they would show the two of them together. Did, what? Did you miss a movie? Which one? The Shining. You missed The Shining. It definitely came out in 1980. Yes. I did. Yes. I just it thought of that. It definitely came out in 80. I missed The Shining. That was a summer. Was that the, but that, was that the winter or summer? No, that was Memorial no. Day weekend. Yeah. I missed The Shining. That's You're right. 19, I, I had it on my notes. No, for a fact. I missed it. That's from 1980. I missed it. Because I'm like, I was just thinking like Empire Story. I remember, but I don't know how, but. Empire, I was like, didn't The Shining come out? I missed it. I see his eyes when I was like, that was definitely 80. Yeah, I missed it. It was, like, was Memorial oh, Day no. weekend. How did I miss that? How much did that do? Stanley Let Kubrick. Let me go back and look. Great. Right, I just thought like One Empire. And I'm like, I know there was another huge movie in that, that must have been it. That was the first movie that ever gave me the creeps as far as being like, Oh my God, that's that's bugging me out a little bit. Room two thirty seven. Don't go into room two thirty seven. The twins, the ending in the slow motion when the hallways start filling with blood. Like the whole film itself. Jack Nicholson's freaking acting. Se- Shelley Duvall. Uh, sh- she freaked me out. The Shining is the, the Shining is a creepy look. It it's is. not the book. Oh, but it was so. I remember. It's the, a completely the, different film. The but first it's movie so to good. ever creep me out. I think I saw it when I was like maybe. Third, twelve, like uh, it was, creep me out. It's still scary. 12, Thirteen, it's like, creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. The book revolves around the kid, where the movie revolves around the father. The, yeah, the movie is still well. The kid really has The Shining, and Scatman Crothers doesn't get killed in the book. He gets killed in the movie. Uh, yeah, well, the the kid has the thing, but that Pete, I can't believe you missed that. That movie, um, it had to be huge. I'm actually pissed. Forty four million. <laughs> wow. In 1980, Stephen 40, King, but 40. Stephen King wrote it, so he has a huge following in in literature. Was, so was so that he, his first movie? Like his first movie? No, Carrie was. Oh, before Carrie was before. What was Cujo? After I think. Cujo after? was 84, 83 or 84. That movie that I can't believe you. I'm sorry, Pete. I just I just <laughs> came to my head. Oh, no, I'm like, glad wait. you did because I, I would look. I'd have to do a retraction. I just next thought I'm like I was thinking like well, Empire Strikes Back, and I'm like there was something else there. And then and like forty four oh, million. So domestically, you're talking about now almost one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, and it did definitely. It was definitely a great. And that picture was two and a half hours long. You think that's a better horror movie than well Friday Thirteenth? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Friday the Thirteenth is a slash film. Yeah, it's not yeah. A slash film. It, that it's movie is not only is it like a haunted house. It's it's it's, it's, a, a it's got story. everything. Yeah, it's, it's a ghost, ghost story. Yeah. It, it's like, it's and the kid's got his paranormal abilities. He's got The Shining. Like it helps. Some of the stuff that Kubrick did, like the camera work, following the kid on uh, that 
big wheel through the through the hallways and stuff. Yeah, just and, the and movement the music, of the camera work. Like in that one hallway shot with the blood, with the elevator, oh, and the yeah. music did with you, that motion is did, just whoa. Did you guys see Ready Player One? Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, yeah, they do yeah, a cool yeah. shining scene. In yeah, there. yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's, it's cool. perfect. Yeah, they do it really well. They do justice. Yeah, you got to check it out. Re- you got to watch Ready Player One. That's a cool, one. cool movie. Was Room Two Thirty Seven? Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah. That's the one you got to. Because they keep telling them, don't ever go into that, Room yeah, Two Thirty Seven. Yeah. yeah, watch the watch Ready Player One. The, There's a right. documentary on that too called Room Two Thirty Seven. It was about cool. the hotel. That's a, uh, it's our, a real hotel. Yeah, it is a real yeah, hotel, I had, right? Uh, yeah, I had a friend who worked. Shot who, at. I have fr- they went and shot the TV movie at that hotel. The original. It's got to be creepy to the go over, there. Yeah, it he said it's. To. He said there's ghost stories. He the crew swore they saw ghosts. I believe it. The, yeah. I'm sorry to throw you off kilter though, Pete. So no, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> you got to get back to the list. It, but that was Memorial Day weekend. Oh, so that was that was the gong show. That was the it was at the week of Empire. Wow. Maybe that's why it didn't do as much as it should have. It is. Uh, I dare well, it's also I say, rated R. Oh, that's true. You're I think right. it was. My, it's my favorite Kubrick film. Definitely. I'm still in the eyes wide shut. No. Full Metal Jacket camp. Shining, shining. It was just so much. I don't know. Shining. I mean, Shining's to me, up there. The, just the shots and Shining and the way it's filmed, the music, the act, it just outweighs the others to me. It's just a little step above. It's definitely my favorite Kubrick. I think it's Kubrick's most mainstream movie. Yeah. Oh, Full Metal Jacket was... Yeah, Full Metal Jacket. And I, think more people, I, wonder, I wonder if more people would know Full Metal Jacket, like take that over The Shining. Interesting. It's mm. a good conversation. July 25th, there were only two movies. One of them, they don't even have a gross reported on it. There was another Ricky Schroeder movie. Ricky Schroeder, William Holden, The Earthling. I'm pretty sure the movie tanked. Um, the next one was Caddyshack. Oh. Funny movie. It's a funny movie. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. <laughs> My did, you, did you ever see the, the documentary they had on TV about the making of that movie? How they, they're shocked that an assembly of the film actually came together because the whole production was a mess. Well, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase didn't like each other either, right? They didn't, but they got them to do the scene together. Money talks. Money talks. They got them to do that scene together. But, I mean... Rodney Dangerfield, let's get... He's the best part of the entire movie. Who the original cut of the movie was two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Oh, do they have that anywhere? No. Uh, no Rodney is the best. Supposedly, a lot of the caddy stuff got cut out. No, that was... Uh, With the Nunzio? Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of the caddy stuff got cut out. Because they were supposed to be... They were competing for that Irish girl with the terrible accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh Danny. The, her yeah. terrible Irish accent. There we have. There it is. Another impression another, by Peter. Yep. <laughs> had to do it. I, I gotta admit, it. she had a terrible I love it. Peach impression brought to you by Rich Little. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit her two Irish drink accent. minimum. There's a two drink minimum. Her Irish accents. <laughs> come on, her Irish accents. And then terrible. doesn't Danny's brother jump off the roof to attack the Nunzio? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Was that another they, caddy? No, the Nunzio's brother. The Nunzio's brother jumps on jumps Danny. On Dan, jumps on Danny. Yeah. <laughs> that's and that's the one that Bill Murray's doing the uh, whole Dalai Lama speech with. I love the Nunzio. It's the Nunzio's brother. And that's the guy from Porky's. Denunzio? Yeah, yeah. He plays the Jewish, the Jewish kid. Yeah, yeah. Dangerfield's my favorite. He's the best film. part of the whole movie. Oh. He makes me laugh. Him and Judge Every Schmel. scene. Every scene he's in. Ted Knight's Ted Knight is great. Too. Those two are the best part of the movie. Yeah. Ted Knight is great. He smells. A thousand bucks, you missed that putt. <laughs> and then together, 
<laughs> uh, is great when he's in the shop there's an ugly hat it looks good on you it looks good on you I'll <laughs> I mean, buy, buy a hat like this i bet you get a free bowl of soup huh yeah <laughs> i should have yelled too <laughs> spalding ah spalding my beautiful. arm it's broken <laughs> my arm oh my arm it's, it's broken. broken good lord what has this buffoon done now <laughs> they're dancing to any way you want any, any way you want it on the His journey golf song bag was amazing it had yeah. everything in it the shooting the, keg, the shooting yeah, the, tap the, in, the beer tap in it did anybody <laughs> tap him that remember when spalding with boogie wonder with boogie wonderland's playing and <laughs> when he calls him ringo takes some lessons and throws and they go into boogie wonderland yeah both and spalding's drinking all the liquor and he's got the <laughs> pukes in this he's got the one with the cigarette and then he goes and starts puking your bank of scratch my boat. Was it uh, twenty bucks? Says he picks his nose. Another twenty bucks says he. Caddyshack is great. Uh, awesome, awesome. Movie. Hey Fred, <laughs> did I ever tell you what about the preacher, the Catholic boy, the Catholic and the color where he went to have, and then the guy just hears the joke and gets so mad he just takes the shoes, grinding his shoes, grinding his shoes. <laughs> Love it. Look. How much did you say? How much that grossed? Um. Yeah, three point one opening weekend, but it went on to do forty million. Wow, three point one wow. means it had legs. Word of mouth, yeah. And this is all before social media. It's, yep, it's just literally word of mouth. One hundred thirty-six million in adjusted dollars today. It only it cost six million six hundred fifty-six grains. Uh, Remember the priest in that movie though? No, the guy gets hit by yeah, the guy. Who, that's by t- that was um, the priest was um, Barnaby from March of the Wind Soldiers. No, was he? Was he? Yep. Wow. The priest is Barnaby from March. He was really Soldiers. creepy looking in Bar- as Barnaby, but he was normal looking as yeah. the priest. Yeah, he was a regular guy. Oh, man. You're a bishop for Aesthetics. God's sake. There is no God. My mm-hmm. name's Fred. I love Caddyshack. Uh, the week after, uh, th- this is where we're going to r- tie the two with Can't Stop the Music. Raise the Titanic. Did either of you see this? No, nope. I don't think you did. Nope, and no. I don't think I will. Yeah. <laughs> you, you probably won't. They were. It was a best. It was based off a series of books about a character named Dirk Pitt that they were thought where they were going to take him and turn him into the new James Bond. That's a horrible name. Yeah, I'm out on Dirk this. Pitt. Dirt, Dirk Dirk Pitt? Pitt. The Americans versus the Russians. The Titanic has a rare mineral on board that could be used to power a beam to knock a missile out of space. Yeah, definitely. Why, definitely why, not the, why was the Titanic carrying something like that? It's it's not a good movie. Seven million gross on a forty million dollar budget. The producer of Can't Stop the Music also produced this. He so he lost. He should have stopped the music on that. He lost uh-huh. 50, uh, close to fifty million dollars on the two films. Wow. Sometimes you got to go with your guts and say, when something doesn't feel right, just don't do it. But don't they do that film. They, they thought like, this was going to be it. They spent supposedly $3 million on the film before they even started shooting. You know what, though? You said it was based, million, on, it was million. based on a couple of books. It was a series of books. That Were they, those books popular? Yes. So there you go. That's why they did it. Okay. They, they can give them a little you know, leeway now because the books were popular. So you would think the film is going to be just as popular. Yeah, and it did. It tanked. The next one, uh, we move on to... That was the only one on August 1st. We moved on now to August 8th. They tell us summer's dying. So, well, no, there's a big one coming. On August 8th, you had the last film that Peter Sellers did, The Fiendish Plot of Dr. Fu Manchu. Uh, I, I only remember Sellers well, Pink Panther. Pink Panther, yeah. Yeah, he played... Four, and uh, uh, the, the bomb. The bomb. The witch, oh, Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. You never saw Being There? No. 
Nope. Another one you should go back and watch. What's the movie where he jumps into the pool full of jello? So it's a pink panther. That's one of the pink panthers. No, he doesn't jump into pool Somebody full of does. jello. <laughs> Somebody does. Right? I think I believe it was a pink panther. I don't think so. Yeah, it's a, a pool, pool full of jello. jello in there. I or it's a Muppet movie. No, he wasn't in the Muppet. No, movie. he pink wasn't. Panther, but 100%. this one, the Finnish plot of Fu Manchu, came out four weeks after Sellers had the heart attack and died. And the movie died too. The, well, not <laughs> well. It did eleven million on four hundred sixty-five theaters. Three directors all got fired, including your boy who directed Rocky. Avelson? Avelson was supposed to do it. Wow. He's too busy um, plotting the Karate Kid. He had bigger things down the, the road. The last yep. one who got fired, Sellers let him keep the credit, but Sellers directed most of the film. He plays four roles in it. He was dead by then. No, he died four weeks oh. after. He died four weeks before the movie came out. He knew it was going to be a bomb. Yeah. And that's why he died. Maybe fixes on <laughs> no, he had a bad heart. <laughs> Uh, it's not a good movie. It's one you could skip. Yep. The one that... Oh, that was, you I'm going to skip it. Nope. The one the following week, though, was really good. If I had my phone now, I'd play a little bit of music from it. Oh. Xanadu. Oh, what, what, right. Just sing it for us. Oh, yeah. That's what... That's... Okay. Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. That was her follow-up Do you to know Greece. the songs that you oh, can sing them? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And you're not singing them. The whole, the f- side A was the Olivia Newton-John stuff, and side B was the ELO stuff. All right. I had the soundtrack. Of course Went you to did. see the movie in theaters twice. Not 18? Not 18 times. You like might have had a, a slight obsession with Olivia Newton-John. He, he I had, had a, a big for crush. She was one of my first crushes. Was Absolutely. A, I was going to say. Crush she was one of my first crushes. But the, the music's great. Was she more attractive to you in Greece or Xanadu? Good question. You're going to laugh, but probably Xanadu. Because I'm not going to laugh. Because she played a muse, and Pete was probably uh, like, I need a muse. At 12 years old, no. Yeah. Did you write and you know study? No, not at 12 years old. <laughs> you had a crush on Kevin. You saw Greece 18 times, dude. <laughs> because that the was the... What? The thing I, for I guys to do? I can't... I, no, come on. I was only... He I was, was 10. Only, I was 10. You were 10 years old. You saw it 18 times at 10 years old. That's amazing. So my sister was seven. That's, a, that's even more incredible. She was such a young she kid. She was with me almost every time. It was just a babysitting for you. And don't forget, it was only seven, <laughs> it was only like seventy five cents to get into the movie at the time yeah, on the matinee. The cheap babysit. It was because my mother used to just drop us off, give me money to take her to the movies. Yeah, that's cute. What else was playing at that mind? You know what? Though at least you have those memories yeah, you forever. Got something to do right. You know. You know. I, you know. I didn't see the bad news bears anywhere near the amount of times I saw Grease, which is a damn shame. But yeah. I mean, but Kevin, you know who else is in uh, Xanadu? You got Gene Kelly in it and your boy from the Warriors, Michael Beck. Oh, Michael and Beck is awesome. He's terrible. In the really? Movie. Gene Kelly was the, the Gene Kelly, the singing what in the rain guy? Gene Kelly. He does, he, he, does a, he does a musical dance number with Olivia Newton-John. So in her career, she did, I mean, that she did dance numbers with John Travolta and Gene and Kelly. And That's Gene pretty Kelly. damn impressive. Yeah. I, think it's his, I think it's Kelly's last movie that he, he did. He must have been up there. He was up there, but he could still dance. The dancing the two of them do together is great. I gotta watch that though. And that's about <laughs> an artist who she's a muse, but she's re- a real muse from like ancient Greece or he's something. He's a record. He's a record album artist. He he designs record album covers. Right, and she's from the past. No, well, she's Greek mythology. Did but did, she plays like she's make believing. She's a real like person but she's really amused from like thousands of years yes ago. okay did her zeus, career zeus, zeus sends her down did her career to ever help recover? this guy to help this guy yes and it's um 
did her career ever recover from Xanadu? It, was wasn't, a like- bo- it wasn't a bomb. Oh, okay. People think it was. It did $23 million, Oh, because of her. Which was $77 million but did adjusted she, dollars. Did she do anything really after How that? Much did she, had one more movie with, she had one more movie with Travolta, which, oh. which it was awful, called Two of a Kind. How much did Xanadu cost? Doesn't have the cost, but it only it was only on two hundred forty nine theaters. Or if Gene Kelly made, he, he's probably a lot of money. It, 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 oh, no he, money. Here's the thing: only opened up to a million and a half, so the movie had legs, probably because of the soundtrack. Yeah, ELO. ELO. I mean, ELO and, yeah. and Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, at the time, she was, yeah. she was great had, singer. If I remember correctly, it had one, two, three. I think it had four hits off the soundtrack. You're not to show me with your fingers. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to count it as I was going. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Kevin, I you've mean, never seen it. I have seen bits and pieces. I'm, I'm recalling roller skating. Uh, oh, I, the roller skating is ridiculous. <laughs> I've never seen it. No. The the ro- Gene Kelly on roller skates actually at the end of the movie. Gene Kelly roller. Gene Kelly is good ro- at is roller sk- Yeah, he was. Awesome at it. He yeah, was. He was. He was on roller skates. Doing backflips. That guy was amazing. Gene Kelly. His dancing was incredible. Yep. It's 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 a guilty pleasure, Xanadu. It's great shitty. I call it great shitty. Uh, I gotta watch it. Year old Gene back. Kelly on roller skates. I don't think he worth was, a I watch. don't think he was that old at the time. Seventies. He's definitely, I'm sure, in his seventies, but I don't think he was in his eighties. I don't know. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I don't. <wanna> see it. <laughs> All right, we're, we're winding up here. We got a couple of more left. August fifteenth. Pretty decent gross for a horror movie. Prom night. Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie Nielsen in a, in a, in a, a horror, horror in a slasher horror movie. <laughs> but this one is Prom Night was not bad. So he did Airplane and Prom Night the same, same summer. So there were two slasher films out that year. Two, Friday the 13th and Prom Well, no, there were more. I left some independent garbage off, like he <laughs> knows right. you're alone and stuff. I left that off. What was, but these were the two big ones. So Jamie Lee Curtis went for another slasher. She had a bunch. She also did Terror Train. She had the two Halloween films. She kept sitting in there for a while until Trading Places. Hmm. She kept doing slasher movies. Prom Night uh, grossed $15 million at the time, which would have been $50 million now, which is not bad. Probably didn't cost a lot to make. It right. cost nothing. Yeah. But the big one that weekend, Kevin, mm-hmm. sequel to one of your favorite movies. Not Rocky. And I'm surprised it came out so late in the summer. Not Rocky. What was Rocky 2? Eastbound and down, loaded up in oh. Smokey and the Smoky Bandit, Bandit 2. Uh, it's not a good sequel. So I, loved it. It. I loved it when I was a kid. And that's another thing we should talk about. If the movie has gotten better or worse than when we were kids, we should, as we go through these. Yeah, Smokey and Smokey and the yeah. Bandit 2. Yeah, yeah the, the elephant, right? Yeah. Down the lady, she gonna have yeah, a baby. Yeah, I'm not not yeah. a fan. Not a fan. Sixty six million, two hundred and twenty five million. That's today. all Reynolds, because man. of the fir- It's all because of the first. Yeah, film. but again, it had legs. Ten point eight million opening weekend on eleven hundred ninety six screens. It has its what, funny when moments. Did it August. That was August. August. It was late August, which is unusual. Which is, yeah, it's strange. Kids are going back it, to college. It, it does have funny moments, and it is. It's working off of the legs, if you will, of Smokey and the Bandit. Mm-hmm. People love the movie. Anyone who loved that movie is going to see number two, regardless. It, it just makes me wonder because you would have figured they would have released that in the heart of the summer. Why? I, I'd love to maybe find. That. I got to try to research why Universal put that out so late. Maybe they knew they didn't. What was if they put? No, it, they no, they knew. What are they going up midsummer against? 
Empire still the blues. Well, they had the brother. Blues Brothers and stuff. Maybe they put their pictures that cost more money right into the heart of the summer, so they could try to make it back. Try to milk it out. Yeah, try to get the the rest. Of and they knew that Smoking the Bandit two probably didn't cost much, so they and they knew they had a guaranteed draw to get at least get their money back. Don't forget, at the time in the seventies and even into the early eighties, sequels were not considered to be. Uh, they looked most film company studios looked down on sequels they were cash grabs right because they if they were lucky if they could make two-thirds or half to two-thirds of what the original did they were fine so sequels weren't as highly regarded until you got films like empire strikes back and people started looking because the sequels they they tend to drive story more with empire strikes back and things like the continuity of them it's not like like smoking the bandit wasn't like it was kind of like well what's the bandit doing now well he's doing the same exact thing he did the first time except it's an elephant you know what i mean there's a different type of sequel all right do we have anything left because one one okay all right all right because jackie chan's first u.s film was august 29th it was called the big brawl he's he doesn't like the film he hates it um he says it has none of his humor in it it was the director of enter the dragon okay uh, I think Probably Claus, didn't do well Claus at all. Shockingly, eight and a half million, which would have been thirty million today, on only two hundred and thirty-one theaters. A lot of kung fu teenage yeah, fans, kung, back yeah. then. Like, but I've never seen it. Have either of you guys? Big Brawl sounds familiar. I think I've seen scenes from it. I haven't seen the entire movie. But before, um, yeah. So I, I mean, I can't offer much on it. I haven't seen it. Um, but a couple things I want to throw out there to you. It's got nothing to do with the summer. But later that year, Popeye. Hang on. Popeye did $50 million on $170 million, which is $170 million now, $20 million budget. Mm-hmm. Stir crazy. Mm-hmm. $101 million domestic. Because it's, it's a great movie. On three, yep. That would have been $345 million today. Dude, stir crazy. First of all, Popeye, every kid in every America saw that movie. And that was a big HBO, HBO one. HBO, yeah. Kept that a lot. Stir crazy is very funny. If it is. Go back it's and a watch drama. It's, it's a drama at the end yes. of the film. But it, yes. I mean, you look at some of these numbers you put out, like you just realize again what a medium entertainment was for people to spend their money on. Eight, before yeah. video games, before yep. like, yeah. I mean, you look at, you have huge numbers this year, like you just said, in um, Empire and Shining and there's, Popeye and Stir Crazy. There's big two, money. And the only reason why I went, I was like, let me look at Christmas just to see what, there yeah, were two Christmas? more, there were, well, these, those first two, were, there were two more. Listen to the two more that were in December. Any Which Way You Can, which is an awful sequel to Every Which Way But Lose. <laughs> but probably the big numbers. 71 million. <laughs> because the first one. 1,541 that's in, screens. That's in 1980 money? 1980 yeah. money. 71 million. 240 oh my God. in adjusted Dude, gross Clint Eastwood and people loved the oh first one. The God. first one was very good. What, what was the next one? Nine to five. The Lily Tom uh, and Jane Fonda Dolly Parton. There was another movie in 80 you missed. 103 million. That was a huge movie. On yeah. a three, 103 Great. million, 910 another screens. Another HBO. Yep. Monster but it song. only opened to $4 million. But you know what kind of legs that had to get to 100 Because that was a very, very popular That was another one my sister it. and I saw a few because times Because it was also took on like the, the roles of female, female in the glass workplace. ceiling. Right? Well, it's kind of funny, too. And it had a great song. 9 right. to 5 was a big hit. And Dolly Parton's great. Yeah, it hits social keys, though. Yeah. Kevin's right. Females in the workplace not making as much money, being like... It, it really social hit a keys, lot of numbers. but they did it, and it was funny. Another yes. big movie it was, it was very from good. 1980. Kramer versus Kramer. Was it that... Yeah, no, Kramer. that was eighty one. Oh, eighty one. I thought it was eighty one. I thought Kramer I thought was, was eighty. You better look that up, Kevin. Look that I'll up. Look I'm it serious. Up. I think Kramer was Kramer was nineteen eighty. I saw that. That's a pop. That was, that was December one. though. Was it or was it, it was October? Christmas? 
Was it Christmas? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, the I didn't, Kramer I didn't see it on my list. Yeah. So like, I'm going off my brain here, boy. <laughs> Kramer, Kramer says 1970. Maybe I'm wrong. 1979. Christmas is 79. Oh, all right. Maybe just carried over. It just carried over. It was Christmas is 79. years are off. Okay. So overall, like this, I think what we have to do at the end of each episode, summer good or summer bad. What do you think? Um, right. I'll, I guess yeah. I'll start. I, I, because I didn't, I can't, I didn't really see a lot of them. So what I did as we were going through it, I kind of wrote down and I kind of categorized them. Like, I think you had two, like, the level A, B, C, D, right? Okay. Uh, so gold, let's say gold, silver, right? Whatever. Yeah. I think you have two gold standard movies from 1980, the summer. Let's, let's, yeah. let's just take Empire out of the mix because we know okay, that's gold. Okay, then oh. Empire out and then I put The Shining. So, uh, gold. so if I take Empire out, I would say overall from what I hear, I'd say summer bad overall all right so you uh, all right let me go hold on pete hold on don't say okay. anything uh if i we have to t- why are we taking empire out it was in there because i think you take some that to me because makes it, empire uh, carries uh, the whole uh, summer uh, uh, well no you can leave it in there that's fine but i'm saying i thought you were going to do abc as far no, as the no 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 I, I like my i'd over a picture for me the the episode is summer good or summer bad so overall picture right, i think the summer so, was good the, all right so you think with empire now you're saying summer summer good, good not, with empire without Summer yeah. bad. I would say summer so good. Summer with, good. I'd say summer good because of Empire. Yep. The Shining. I would definitely throw the Blues Brothers in there. Caddyshack. Uh, I thought. Caddyshack. Summer. But there are some There's really, some real really bad that's, ones. That's what, that's why if I take Empire. To me, Empire is my one of my favorites. That's why I think movies. you need to take Empire out. You can't no, though because that was mad. the emp, emp, Let's put it this way: Empire makes it summer good. You take Empire out of that summer rotation, bad. it's summer bad. The Shining isn't strong enough to no, carry the no summer way. and make it good, but and Empire, now those Blue Brothers, Caddyshack, Empire, and The Shining together make that summer good. Without Empire, it's bad. like you, you said some really bombs in there. That I wouldn't even there's want some, to see. Like some that's what I think. It, but that's when you take Empire out. It's summer bad. Yeah, summer, can't, we can't yeah. take Empire out though. It was you can't. There, so summer good. I'm looking right now here. <laughs> there are some bombs. Four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight. That's what I was keeping right, track. I, I got I got nine movies that I like in that summer on that list. I don't have that many because I didn't see them more. The, you yeah. saw more than I've I got, did. I've got nine movies on that summer. All right, I'm going to go don't summer. Don't forget Friday good. the 13th, like the beginning of the slasher that's film. not a good movie. But it was the beginning of something. Like it really was. the beginning. It, I believe that was the beginning of the slasher film. More so than Halloween. Um. Because he just walked around hunting people down. That was the first time that kind of happened. So I put that up there for, for its, its horror kind of like beginning in a way of what we now deem as horror. Now, you were taking notes, you said, as we were going along. Is there anything you're going to go back and watch? Um, Xanadu. That's it? Uh, Xanadu, and you said... Um, the Long Riders. The Long, Ride. Long, Long, Ride. Long uh, Riders, the USAR 3. Long Riders, Used Cars, Xanadu. Okay, you skipping the yeah. nude bomb? Yes, I'm 100% skipping the nude bomb. What about the Robbie Robertson one? No. <laughs> it's gonna, you know it's going to be bad. Yeah, like, Gary Busey is a clown that taunts people. The, no, the yeah. Carney I'm out on. No and, doubt. And Rhodey, I will never watch a Rhodey with me. What about, I'd like to, the, the, out of all of them, <laughs> I would like to watch the Long Riders. What Just, about the island? I thought you guys nah, thought that the island sounded interesting. Sounded interesting. But, oh, with the pirates. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I might do the island and the Long Riders. 
What we should do is the next time we do this, I'm cranking should, out some you 1981 should pick, movies. We should pick one of these movies that you said you'd go back and watch. Okay, well, you know what? The Big it. Red One, because I really can't remember it, and it's bothering me. I don't me, remember it either. But I rem- it was supposed, it was critically and, acclaimed. And it is, and I think I don't remember it because I saw it when I was too young. Yeah, I, it's very, that's what's confusing me. So probably The Big Red One, The Long Riders. And, and the only uh, reason I wanted to see it is because Luke Skywalker was in it. The pirate yeah. movie. He's different. In it. It's something yes. different with Mark Hamill, which is why I think I want to look at it. And yeah, but he wasn't, writer, a, he wasn't a particularly good actor, Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, a good voice a, actor, great voice actor. That's a joker. joker. Yeah, but yeah, I would say some are good because you can't take Empire out. I think Sorry. I think Empire carries the whole summer of 1980. And I don't think you really should go and watch if what you haven't seen in 81. I like the idea. Go no, back no, and watch I, some I of I the stuff you haven't seen. No, I want to talk about more things that I. To okay. see, okay, you know, if I, I guarantee, if I go through it, I'll be like, oh, I saw that. I saw, you, that, I saw that. You're leaning more summer bad. I could tell. Nineteen eighty. I could tell. You, you, I see you. You're on the fence. You're really on the fence with this. But um, you. But there are some movies that I really, really, really like in here. Shining, The Shining, yeah. Empire, Jack, Airplane, Shack, Blues Empire, Brothers, The Blues Brothers. Blues, yeah, five. Big movies on big my movies. list. Big movies, and then put Empire and, on top of it. But I can. Ju- I'm going to predict. This is going to be the pattern for every year we do a summer. The stunt man. It's going to be a couple gonna be of good one, ones. Well, there's going to be one major one yes. that we're going to love, and that's always going to be the case. Over the the top. Ki- yeah, a- eighty t- in eighty two. I think we're going to un- when we get up, when we get to eighty two. I think we're going to unequivocally say all of us said it's summer good. No, well, that was the best summer ever, right? Eighty two. As far as I'm concerned, with the movies that were out there, I, should we hard. take the top one out? No. And then would that give us more of a... No, I don't think so. I, we have to look at it as the overall. Yeah. Because I'm still, even and, with Empire out, I'm still... Well, and, I'm still on the fence because The Shining, to me, I, it's a great movie. And overall, in, in, but nineteen eighty, the numbers were tremendous in that, that it's crazy. summer. Yeah. It's crazy. When you look at the adjusted dollars it's on some crazy. of these movies... Dude, Xanadu's numbers <laughs> shocked me. 22 million? I, that's shocked I, So me. was I, I, because everybody in their mind thinks that Xanadu was a bomb. Yeah, that's what it was. I... In my head, Xanadu was always like a bomb, and you're saying 22 mil. And it only opened up to a million and a half, so it legged out to 22. I'm going to watch it, I'm telling you. It's definitely interesting. Kevin, you're you're going to love the cheese factor. I am not watching that. I want to see the long riders out of everything, because that sounded very interesting. I think... I know because I love Young Guns, and you said it's Young Guns, like it's, kind of but it's a better, and mature I like version of Young Guns. I like and, westerns, and so. I know your taste. Yeah, I, like I know. I, that's why I was surprised. I thought for sure you would have seen that. And Walter Hill was the director of um, Getaway in Forty Eight Hours. All right, the driver, which so is another, he was younger at this time. Yes, All right. Yeah, um, I'm definitely going to check that out. All right, folks, remember to email us at bucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. We will have a website, Facebook, and Instagram page soon. They are getting worked on. You all can make a difference by following or subscribing to us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or your podcast home of choice. And if you listen to us anywhere and you can write a review and you like the podcast and you can write a review, all reviews you could post will help us get the word out. Any suggestions for shows, let us know. Yep, absolutely, at bucktoothgremlins at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for support. And stay bucky.
Please, sir, please, sir. Hold, squeeze, and please that person. Give them all your love. Signify your feelings with every. Gen-